for now, let us relish within the Lotus. Season 2, Episode 14, The Crows. Welcome, everyone, to episode 14 of the Juggalo Rewind podcast, your favorite Juggalo podcast. It better be. Better be. God damn it. I don't know what else would be up there. There's a couple, but hopefully we're number one in your hearts. And with that is me. I'm Peter. And that's him. That's Chris. Them, they, the Dark Carvel in general also <laughs> is here with us in spirit. In spirit. What's going on, Chris? How are you? Oh, nothing. Uh we're in the the back end here of the Lotus book, almost getting to the, uh, <laughs> the appendix. <Lotus> book. <laughs> what <laughs> the appendix? That's what dot com is, right? The appendix. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Blew my mind on that one. Yeah, we're we're getting there. We're almost at the end of the season. This is episode fourteen. A uh, couple more tracks to go, and then a wrap-up or two. We could probably end it here, right, at this track? There's nothing really yeah, stands out after this. It pretty much goes downhill from here, nothing. <laughs> nothing that stands the test of time or has any everlasting references. <laughs> nothing to write home about. But yeah. <laughs> nothing like the crows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be talking about that here in a couple minutes. Uh, we are here talking about, if we didn't already say it, the crows. It is uh, the 14th track on this CD. As everyone knows, we dive into Juggalo history, grab an album and go track by track and explain and tell stories and go off on tangents. and A lot of tangents. Yeah, well, that's what happens sometimes when we get together. And uh, it doesn't matter if you're a new fan, an old fan, or not a fan at all. We're just going through, talking, telling stories, like we said, and... Maybe teaching or just entertaining. Uh, I think we're teaching ourselves some things along the way, learning yeah. some new things about Dark Lotus. You I do. definitely have. There's definitely a lot of stuff we've picked up over the past uh, two seasons. What are we talking? 35, 40 episodes of yeah. this so far? Haven't missed a week. A <laughs> couple hiccups, but we've we've done better than I expected. So. We're the juggalo culture, as we say. That's, that's the hashtag that we put out there and we always forget to mention. <laughs> who we're doing it for you guys out there fan or not juggalo or not i guess we don't trade 10 juggalos for a hundred thousand mainstream <laughs> fans but we will listen well you both can listen you know teach the mainstream fans teach the wayne county fans <laughs> and uh teach the young juggalos are the old ones because we're teaching ourselves on this one there's lots to go around and uh if you want to learn with us just follow us facebook Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. That's at Juggalo RWD. It's nice that we uh, picked a name that was available on all platforms. I like when some people are like, this is our Twitter handle, <laughs> yeah. but our other one is the real, and this one's <laughs> at underscore. It's like, I'm sorry. If you're a wrestler or a band or a podcast, if you're not the same on all of them, you did something wrong, right? Like, I, is that am I being pretentious? I, mean, I get you. Like, that? if you want your name, you want to keep it. But yeah, if someone's on Twitter and sitting on that that name handle, yeah, you're kind of fucked. But then you go back and you change all the other right, ones. Right? Yeah, I would, like, I would want if you're consistent. if you were the indie wrestler Colt Cabana, didn't he at the very beginning of his podcast? Wasn't he like Dr. Colt Cabana on Twitter because someone had Colt Cabana? Yeah, there was, there was a thing. But like if, if you did that, then I'd go back to the other ones and just make them all the same. Yeah. I understand if someone's sitting on one, but then put a number or an underscore or something, but make them all consistent. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm boring, Chris. He's yawning over there. Like, uh, like when your Twitter handle is tweet me so hard and everything else is just twisted. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Juggalo RWD. YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Google, 
Uh, what's the other one? Podbean. Go listen to us. Rate us. Review us. Subscribe. Send links to your friends. Tell them uh, to give us a listen. Post Tell- on Facebook for all your uh, boomer relatives. Yes. If your mom wants to follow us, go to Facebook. If you're younger sibling wants to follow us go to tiktok <laughs> yeah if you're post it in each area for each family member <laughs> it's uh getting to be summertime i'm sure you're getting together for barbecues just spread the word to all your family members <laughs> put on a loudspeaker <laughs> all listen together around the old bonfire <laughs> i'm sure uh everyone would love that uh you can email us juggalorwd at gmail.com Check out the website, JuggaloRewind.com, or call us, 810-666-1570. You only have three minutes. Make it good. (laughs) Anything going on, Chris? Any updates? Any feedback? Any follow-ups? I know there's got to be something that you want to discuss. Put me on the spot to have something to discuss. I know. I like doing that. No, hard to get feedback already. Stuff we talked about uh, recently. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just being difficult. Usually we stall out at the beginning of these episodes and we don't know what to talk about and then we stumble on something and then a half hour later we're... (laughs) We're talking about Kurt Cobain. Yeah. talking about horrorcore music. Talking about spooky fucking... Talking about the occult. Pete's favorite Aleister Crowley's (laughs) books. You never know what's going to come up when we just start lollygagging and talking. So let's get into, uh, before we get into that. Oh yeah, I'm a little thirsty over here. Yeah, we've gotten off of what we said we were going to start last week. We already abandoned that theory. (laughs) Uh, We're going to get into Chris's segment of the week. Look at me I'm done. I ain't got no beer, man. I'm on a brewski, huh? And a booski. <laughs> Toss me a beer. Yeah. Dog, we ain't got no fucking beer for it, Joe. I just, whoop, so. <laughs> this is just a, this is I'm a cold one. Yo, all right, man. We ain't got no fucking beer for it, Joe. Stop it. Jesus. Oh, little booski. From Marshall, Michigan, we got Dark Horse Brewing. Another local boy. Fan favorite of this one. If you ever go, if you're from the greater Detroit area, it's a fun thing to say, from the (laughs) greater Detroit area here. And and you have a funny accent, like we mentioned (laughs) last week. And you go to the uh, Summer Beer Fest in Ipsy, Dark Horse usually has a crazy, like, huge setup. I remember a few years ago we went and they had, like, Dark Horse alone had 90-something beers. So, they got a lot... Uh, do they still do that, or they cancel it from COVID? Still, this year's I know announced. Jacob was talking about going. I did not get a ticket. Hopefully, it didn't sell out. If I have a chance to go, I don't know. Summer's all booked up. They I can't. still do all four. Don't they do one each season? Yeah, but they're all separate. Like yeah, falls in Detroit. Winters like up northern oh, Michigan. Geez. But anyways, Dark Horse Brewing out of Marshall, Michigan. This one is Sapient Trip. Sapient Trip. Something like that. This, <laughs> Something like that. This one was picked, though, because if you look at it, there's no crows, but this album, or this track, The Crows, is a nice little little T-ski for one of the next albums in the Juggalo timeline, The Wraith. And this guy on the cover here looks like The Wraith. He's in his robe. He's got mail floating around him for some reason. Has he got mail? Yeah, it's a mailbox with a bunch of letters floating. <laughs> Let's see, this is what it says about... This Belgium style triple ale. We brew this triple, 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 T R I P P E L. That's a style. It's a style of Belgian beer. Tripel threat <laughs> with a Trappist yeast strain. To, it's a triple, triple. <laughs> Trappist yeast strain to hold true to the traditional style. The flavors are incredibly complex with notes of mild fruit and a finish. With just a slight, slight note of clove. Going back to old Connell Cochran, huh? Little clove. What'd you call me? (laughs) I guess that's a clover, not a clove. Uh, Although, this beer has a slightly higher ABV. You will find it finishes very smooth and dry on the palate. 
this makes for a perfect summer sipper. So as we said, if one of your hundred bonfires listening to this podcast, how does it have so much on that small little can? <laughs> crack, cracker open. This pairs well with a backyard barbecue smoked sausage. Wish we should have bought some kibasa for today. I should have thought about that. Peach cobbler and brie. Shaking around a little bit. Make sure it doesn't. <laughs> smells like a beer. <laughs> That's what they usually smell like, I would assume. It looks like a beer. We'll see if it tastes like a beer. I don't know. I don't. I never really buy these. Did you say the uh, content on that's a little little high? It's a little potent, boy. This one's 9.5. So, uh. We had a late night recording tonight. We had a late start for the Crows. So, hopefully, this doesn't, uh. Throw Chris's whole weekend. Ooh, it's pretty good. <coughs> oh, maybe I'm <laughs> allergic to the. It's very beery to the hops. So, if you're from Michigan, this will be easy to find, I imagine. If you're not, I don't know how far Dark Horse reaches out into the realms of Listenerville. <laughs> the realms. I don't know, but Sapient Trip, Belgium style triple triple. Obviously, it ale, <laughs> but cracker open. Whatever you're drinking. You and Cole Chamber <laughs> to crack her open. <laughs> hey, Cole Chamber, what's going on? All right, well, Chris is uh, taking his picture for Instagram. As we said, you're following us at Juggalo RWD. You'll see these pictures on uh, Tuesdays, right? Yes. Tuesdays, you'll get the picture of the beer and the album and the spooky lighting. I will jump right in while he does that. Uh, we mentioned that this CD, I'm sorry, this song is called The Crows. Although sometimes I see it written as Black Crows, not the band. I think uh, the definitive version on Spotify calls it The Crows. So we're going with that. Speaking of definitive version, we didn't really mention it. You should know this by now, but we're diving through Tales from the Lotus Pod, the album. There are two versions, Red and Gold, Mars and ABK, and uh, Definitive and Not Definitive. According as, to the big man himself. Yes. Uh, that doesn't have an effect. Uh, oh, it does have an effect on this one, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. Oh, well then never mind. <laughs> doesn't matter on this episode. We'll just fly through like a normal song. This one goes way back. To the very early days of Lotus. I believe you're right. Uh, speaking of going way back, the producer on this track, Mike E. Clark, as I just punched the microphone. <laughs> I don't know if this was a typo, but this song also, three minutes and 52 seconds, so was last week's. Oh, look at that. So we're coming up with uh, two episodes that are fairly short. Mike Clark uh, likes to keep it just below four. He does. He's like, anything... Over four, as I'm actually trying to look. <laughs> three fifty-two for the crows. Three fifty-one for I want to die. So yeah, they are both the same. Oop! Hello. <laughs> now it literally won't turn off on my phone. I don't know why. Sorry about that. Spooky. That was real weird. It wasn't even on. So, all right, three fifty-two. Nice quick boy for the fourteenth track on this album. Not found anywhere else. Nothing really of note uh, in that regard. We don't have a cryptic collections for Dark Lotus or Forgotten Freshness where shit just falls. So No, outside of the uh, the one DJ Clay remix a few weeks back, I think that's the only thing we've gotten, right? Yeah, other than samplers and stuff. So this has been a pretty quiet segment of uh, all these episodes so far. Members are... Pedals, as Chris likes to say. <laughs> Am I to say that my notes are accurate? That there is only four people, four pedals of the Lotus on this song. Yes, this is the original lineup. The crazy. Old, we uh, are the old shitty flyer. When you got wow. your uh, echoes, <laughs> I mean, it was. It was just uh, typed up on a like word real quick. For the old Rock of Ages single, Echo Side. This maybe was the second track they ever recorded, for all we know. I mean, uh, we've, we'll get into that in the wrap-up, but yeah, this has got to be uh, one of the very first ones, right? Either that or people just didn't make it to the studio that day. <laughs> I, it's weird. In our mind, it's a you know early one, but it's funny because the Crows become a uh, 
symbolism later on, you know, Wraith era. So if they did record this back early, not your late nineties. Jeez, you okay there? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> they recorded this really early on. They they kept the crow iconography, nonetheless. I can't believe that there's not a sports team called the Crows. There's the Ravens. Well, yeah. It's the same thing, right? Well, I actually wrote that down in my notes somewhere. What's the difference between a crow and a raven? I'm sure there's something. I'm just curious. Is there, like, a, a true difference, or... How to tell a raven from a crow... By the National Audubon Society. Audubon? Audubon Society. I like that I just threw this on Chris at the last minute, but... These blackbirds may belong to the same family and look similar in some ways, but several distinctive traits help tell them apart. One is the carrier of death, (laughs) and one is just a normal-ass bird. It just says, one is sent by the wraith. (laughs) One is sitting on Malenko's wand, and one is sitting on the right shoulder. That's an American crow. That's unnecessary at best. Here's a common raven. Raven sounds like a dinosaur. (laughs) Ravens ride thermals and soar, whereas crows do more flapping. Also, as mentioned in the pause, is a podcast about birds I'm pulling this from. <laughs> the raven's tail resembles a wedge compared to a rounded fan-like shape of the crows. And up close, the raven has a bigger, curvier beak relative to crows. While both species have bristles at the base of the beak, the ravens are noticeably longer. Its throat feathers are also quite shaggy. All right. I have also found that there are some teams called the crows. There's got to be some uh, minor league baseball, right? Uh, the Austin Crows are in the United States Australian Football League. They have a funny little logo. Kind of looks like the Atlanta Hawks. And then uh, Adelaide has a Adelaide has a, a football team, the Crows. So they are out there. Ooh, they even have they even have footage of the how they walk. A raven strut is often punctuated by a few two-footed hops. They have videos showing it. Speaking of hops, how's your uh, brewski over there? Not bad. It's uh, a little sweet. It's like a yeah, not not a style I would usually buy, but not bad. It's, it makes me think of beer fest because it's a beer I probably would have like only had at a beer fest where I'm like, oh look at that, that looks cool. Let me try it. Yeah, but you know, here we are. Let's drink it. <laughs> Smell almost kind of smells like almost like a pumpkin beer. Almost a like Halloween. Makes Ooh. me excited. <laughs> Can't wait. We're only a few months away, right? <laughs> a few sex. <laughs> only a few months away. It's halfway there. Anyways, crows and ravens. Before we like totally get into it, and I don't know if it's going to be there because you're looking at literal differences of the birds. In the story of the crow, either in this song or just in general, I, I know I just joked about it, but like, isn't the crow like... I wouldn't say the messenger for the afterlife, but like they, they have been known or they are said to like be spies. Is that wrong of me to say? Like, what's the the you know what I mean? The lore and of the crow. Look at you one again at mysticism and spirituality and symbolism. Other than the movie The Crow, <laughs> which I feel like that leads into it, right? Because doesn't the crow watch over? I know I've never seen that movie. (laughs) I only know that from fucking Raven, not Raven, Sting dressing like him. (laughs) I might have, like, when it came out as a kid, but no. I've been wanting to rewatch it because there's that uh, Ice Nine Kills song that is about the crow, (laughs) and that song's real sweet, and I'm like, man, I need to rewatch that movie. There's a sequel too, isn't there? Oh, there's fucking like four of them. But like he, he's only it's Bruce Lee's son, right? Yeah, he was only in the first, first one. one. And then like the third or fourth one, it was like fucking the DMX or Ja Rule or someone <laughs> like real funny. Yeah, I need to go back and 
There's no if I did watch it, I didn't watch it enough to like f- the full thing or remember any of it. Yeah. Every time I drive down here <laughs> when it's early enough, I always want to go to disc replay and see if they have a a cheap copy of it. I'm sure uh, even Amazon. I get so many movies cheap on Amazon. Anyways, the symbol, yes. as you asked about the crow. Throughout history, the crow is shown as a symbol that represents certain human experiences, especially related to the spiritual mystery that permeates our physical world. Crows being the mediator between life and death. Here it goes. Symbolically, crows have commonly been a symbol of death and the transformation process from the physical to the spiritual world. However, in spiritual language, death does not mean the physical act of dying. Rather, death represents change, transition, transformation, and new beginnings. Death don't want you, but the lotus do. <laughs> lotus, yes. This goes back to the, uh, it fits the early lotus, like spiritual realms. I feel like that's all the themes early on. Egyptian hieroglyphics. No, that was all brought in by Mars. Bird, bird, crow. Bird, bird, giant eye, pyramid, bird. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, giant eye, dead fish, cat head, cat head, cat head. Guy doing this. But they're like, I, I, this is my my theory. They they wanted these spiritual, you know, I don't know whose whose idea that was, but like uh, crossing over to realms, all that type of stuff. That's how spooky they're gonna get. And then when Mars heard about it, he's like, Hey, I know a lot of about that stuff. Let me bring all my books. He brought all his occult books, and that's where the ancient Egyptian stuff all came in and all that. And then, so just talking about birds. Actually, yeah. I talked about. And he's like, I know the real shit. I'm going to tell you about it. And then, Twisted was like, This is kind of a little too scary. We got a couple tracks of Fritz that are more just horror <laughs> movies and fun. I think that's how this happened. So this track is right in there with Echo Side. Right in there. What else was from that era? Was um, it Layaway? Was the track that you said that we were like, Fuck, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, now we're getting real deep. Yeah, we'll get to that later. That's a wrap-up. But yeah, I think these early tracks all kind of have that same theme of uh, transitioning into the other planes of existence. Whoa. (laughs) And the crow is here for it. And he takes you across. Take me away. (laughs) Different song, I think. (laughs) All right, do we just want to, now that we've talked about the differences between crows and ravens, (laughs) just want to jump into the song? Which... They don't jump right into the song. There's a, I don't know, a good 15, 20 seconds here of just overlap from the last song and then weird, like, what would you call it? Like crying and and weird noises. Yeah. I don't even remember. Nothing stands out to me that I remember them saying. Just like, yeah, (laughs) weird crying noises and the the beat. I like the beat, the real dark and ominous. Which only kicks in after that little clip of the crying, yeah. right? Which I think is kind of jarring. I'm not saying the beat is bad or not. It's just it does not a smooth transition. It's just there. No, yeah, there's that little early like bass rumble, and then it cuts in a the crow fucking hawks, and it kicks in. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> not... I think it takes you out of it a little bit that it's so unsmooth, but... It sounds like it's going to be a, a lot darker, scarier track with that beginning. Um, if we want to jump right into it, first verse, once again, Monoxide's like, hey, I'm kicking this shit off. I'm I'm the lead-off batter here. He does seem like a lead-off batter. He's got, that, he's got that vibe. He sets the table very well. We should have mentioned that we didn't specifically say that there's four people on this track mm-hmm. and it's Twisted and ICP. Yep. So we just kept saying the original, but we didn't mention who those Who the four original were. were. Maybe there's a young juggalo who doesn't know. True. Pre Esham, pre Vampiro. They're like, these two bands actually did music together? I mean, there probably are some people that don't even know that. Maybe yeah. some. Maybe someone right now is Googling the podcast on the crows <laughs> from the Autobahn Society and they're coming across this. They're like, what the hell are these guys talking about? Well, cool tag and credit the Autobahn Society for our <laughs> intro this week. Um, so, Monoxide starts off. What is he talking about here? Uh, obviously, they're talking about fucking birds, right? <laughs> In most of their things, most of their verses. He's literally talking about hearing them and seeing them as they're watching him. He, uh, it, it seems like he knows that they're, uh, as we said, the barringers of death. Yes. Conversating with the devil. 
It's funny that he uses conversating, not the real word, but that's okay. <laughs> I like that he, the devil drops a, who's next, Goldberg on his ass. <laughs> uh, I can feel the spirits rise when the blackbirds fly. When it's time to die, only the crows know why. So yeah, it definitely leads to what we were saying. They're like a... I wouldn't say a messenger of death. That seems like way too ominous, but... Uh, they're like the, uh, they're the the grunt workers for the devil. Or not the devil, the uh, of, of the wraith. The, <laughs> the, the death of death himself. They're like, he sends them out. And they're like, yeah, this monoxide. I don't know. I think he's ready to take this guy. He's uh, they, Monoxide doesn't say why. He just knows they're whispering his name. Like fuck, monoxide. Go get, take him to the wraith. <laughs> I watch them float along the clouds, hunt for bloodstains. It's not like they're vultures. Uh, but, I think it did say that the the crows do eat dead animals, like roadkill uh, and stuff. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, he sees them. He's he's a little paranoid, but <laughs> he knows the deal. Uh, also, this is going to be a trend, I believe, throughout. But. Little bit of a uh, backwards uh, nonsense in here. A little bit, and uh, so we we put this echo side, of course, black magic there. It seems like they their idea was we're gonna have a lot of backwards talking just just because like they think that needs to be part of this theme because these <laughs> these lines in here don't there's no need for any of them. They don't make any sense. Uh, I no. mean, they make sense, but they're not spooky for backwards words. They're just there. They say electric wire, <laughs> not even together, but totally separate. Like literally the wires that birds are on. Come with me when the devil says who's next. And then uh, what's that last one? Uh, watching, watching me. me. There's, just, there's enough of it. You don't, it, you don't need to do this. I think they just wanted backwards talking to be part of the, uh, part of the theme of Lotus. I get that people say, like, it's an interesting sound and it's spooky sounding, but, like, it's it, it's too much, I think. I don't think it's cool, and even if it was, it needs to be done in doses, and this song overkills it. Black Magic overkilled it. I'm like, fine with it. It just it needs to be spooky when you reverse it. When you reverse it and you go, electrical wire. <laughs> doesn't get me. Yeah, that's, uh, I agree, that's stupid. Which is what we're saying. Um, I'm not saying. I'm just saying it needs to be uh, put in the right place. Yeah, much like songs. The words need to make sense. The that too. Well, they make sense. Well, I mean, yeah. Come they, with me. They don't need to just be literal. You know, if you're going to reverse it, why are you reversing it? it? Should be something spooky that makes you want to go and figure out what they yeah. said. Yeah, I figured out. And I go electrical wire. Oh yeah, that's what the bird said on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well. Our next verse has a couple of them, too, so let's jump right into him. Uh, verse number two, Mr. Two Dope himself, the Southwest Strangler. I don't get... There's lots here that I don't get. Uh, he's talking about the crow having beady yellow eyes. Definitely doesn't have beady yellow eyes. <laughs> as, a, as an annotation, I think, later says, these motherfuckers are all blacked out. <laughs> yeah, there's no yellow in this bird. You see, that's like a... Isn't like yellowed eyes like you get that when you like drink too much, right? Isn't that a thing? You get like liver uh, issues and your eyes get all yeah, yellowed maybe. out. Maybe the crow had a little too much. I I don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's talking about. It starts off good. Twelve o'clock on the dot, my blood runs cold. Okay. This sounds scary. Yeah. Uh, Pierce engaged the window, got me in a chokehold. Like the stare of the crow yeah. has got okay. him kind of nervous. So cool. Vision of death, pinnacle sacrifice. I don't know, pinnacle sacrifice. And the ultimate price of taking my own life. Like, is, is the bird notice that he's near death and they're yeah. circling? He's he's getting ready to kill himself and the birds are perched out waiting for him. Backwards talking is hold the lotus. Doesn't really make sense. And at the end, it's the lotus now. <laughs> I don't get him. The black crow plants his feet and oversees. What? <laughs> you skipped over the black crows take my thoughts and plant seeds. I mean, that's interesting, I guess. Whew. I could see that, though. The black crows, 
knows he's on the verge. So the Black Crows is feeding on his suicidal thoughts and playing the seeds to, to actually kill him. Sure. That's what I get from it. I can, I guess, digging that deep into it, I guess I can see that. But just listening to the song, I'm not, like, gathering that. He does know? He does reference what I, like I said, I think these early Lotus ones are. The Beyond consumes me. Like, he's really interested in the afterlife and where where he where his spirit's going to go after where this. Where it's going to go. Well, this is where it's going to go. <laughs> we have a little prayer as a chorus. Yes. Our Father of Shangri-La, hallowed be thy name. Which, uh, so we've had a lot of occult references. This is a... Uh, Straight up Christianity. Christian, yeah. From the Bible, the Lord's Prayer. Well, it's not the Lord's <laughs> Prayer. They, they <laughs> Straight up from the Bible, the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> I meant to say that's what it was referencing. Um, do, do you think, do you think they, they're like, well, we had to, you know, tweak all the occult stuff, make sure people aren't cursed. Do we got to tweak the Christianity stuff too, just to... You know, not play favorites. We're not. We're not playing each side. <laughs> I think they're just making they, their own church. They, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> There's something else, very much like this, and I don't know if it's this in particular or if it's a different one. Where do people have like T-shirts or tattoos or something where they call it like? the Carnival Prayer, or the Lotus Prayer, or of something, this? and I'm. I'm is it a playoff of this, or is that actually it? You would think it would just be this. You think it would be, but they talk specifically here about the crows, where it seems like it wasn't that specific when I'm remembering it. All joking aside, it's an interesting, uh, interesting <laughs> <Come hook. on. laughs> I don't, I don't hate it as much as uh, I think the uh, <clears throat> something like the Lord's Prayer that's pretty well known where like the occult stuff's not as known i think it kind of throws you off because you're you most people know you know the original uh so yeah to, to take it and swap it into a dark carnival prayer <laughs> kind of swap it into a dark carnival prayer <laughs> kind of comes maybe it comes across maybe a little too uh um i don't know a little cheesy i guess as opposed to like just tweaking some of the occult stuff that average folks don't know as well Another problem that I have with it is that the beat stays behind it. And this is going to be me being, um, uh, I'm going to contradict myself later. Yeah. But just listening to this, if I'm a new listener, it's like, this should stand out on its own. To just have it with the same beat behind it kind of blends it in and doesn't make it special. Don't they add that kind of like rumbling bass a little bit, uh, right? I feel like the maybe a the little bit, but, kicks up more but still, it. I think that even takes away more from it to put more behind it. Yeah, it drown drowns it out. I think so. But if you're making it a prayer, to be more but, focused on the lyrics. Then. But we'll talk about that here in a minute. You just wait a couple, uh, wait a couple few with us. Verse number three, Mister Jamie Madrox. Just contradicting Shaggy's bird that he's seen, because this one's got black eyes. Black feathers, black eyes, black wings. Which also contradicting the actual bird that shows up because <laughs> in reverse it's his raven. And as we just learned, thanks to the uh, Autobahn Society. Yep, they're two different, totally two different birds. Come on, Jamie, get your fucking birds in order. <laughs> He's going back to, you know, I think like we said, and maybe what the other people are trying to say, that the birds are watching him. Like, mm. he's almost... Is this song about, like, paranoia? You know what I mean? Like, they're looking over their shoulders, and they just keep seeing these birds, and they're wondering why they're multiplying behind them, and perched atop the cemetery gating, waiting for me, recording my moves. Used to be one, but now there's two. So, yeah, they're they're multiplying every time he looks. Almost like members of the Lotus. Used to be four, now there's six, seven, I don't know. Waiting for me, recording my moves. So, is he... 
early and thinking <laughs> that, that that birds aren't real. Birds aren't real. <laughs> and that they only go on the power lines that recharge. He knew. He knew that they're government surveillance drones. <laughs> birds aren't real. Those guys are great. <laughs> um the faster I run, they still give chase. I mean, they are birds. Will they leave me if I reveal my Holy Cross face? Interesting that they're first time they're throwing out. I mean, maybe this isn't. Maybe we're stretching because we know what's to come. Right. But the Dark Lotus face paint is that of a cross on their face and yeah. so are their masks. I'm curious if uh, they made the makeup off of this line or... They always had that in mind when they started the group that we always paint, like they all painted their face at that point. Twisted yeah. was already painting their face. So, did they like when they made the group, oh, well, we got to wear makeup, we all paint our face, we're going to do the crosses? I'd be curious. That's a good question. <laughs> uh, yeah, how did they come up with that? I don't know if I've ever heard. No, the, I'm yeah, generally it, curious about that. Even when they did the masks later on, they had the cross. I mean, obviously, the. The CD is across the lo- the logo the Lotus. I'm staring at it right now. The logo is the cross, but like when they got later on, did they still do it in different variations? Yeah, I don't remember. I think they did because they did different colors. They did like a red and white at one gathering, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's a good question. I wonder what they wore the mask at Hesher Rising, right? Yes, I and think I that think... was more so probably because they didn't want to. They're already pl- performing, so they had to, like... Didn't want to redo their face yeah, paint. you have to fucking clean that all off, and I imagine that's why the masks became a thing. Uh, they had masks after that, too, in different varieties. Yeah, but they, I think that's what started the masks, because they couldn't paint their faces yeah. twice. <laughs> a lazy fucks. <laughs> lazy fucks. They, actually, thinking back, I'm like, that's pretty impressive that they did... I mean, they weren't like... It's not like the Bruce Springsteen playing for fucking three hours, or, you know, Eddie Vedder yeah. <laughs> out there for that long, but, like... To do a full set and then like kind of come down and then come back out there as Lotus, like that's the up and down of that. I'm sure is pretty yeah. tough. As we, as we've noted, they did all the same fucking song. It's not like they were doing a different set list. They were just doing all the same group songs that they were normally doing. So I know, just, but you're, 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 you're coming little, down off your high and coming back out there again. It's well, when you're yeah, they were young though. They were fucking. What's spring chickens, <laughs> spring, spring chickens, spring ravens, <laughs> spring ravens. There were young boys out there. They had the stamina. And then they went back and party in the bus with the the groupies. <laughs> so Don't know how sexy they were. <laughs> they're making <laughs> bitch witch sandwiches all throughout the bus. <laughs> they're bringing them on and saying, "Old Squeak Dog was like, man, you guys gotta start taking some of these. I can't take them all. I damn sure can't fuck them all." <laughs> Remember that from uh, oh. <laughs> the Jerky Boys fucking... <laughs> this is... What am I going to do with these? I can't <laughs> damn sure can't fuck them all. Those are always good. You're going way off the rails. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> now what the hell am I going to do with a truckload of fake pussy? I don't know what you like the touring department. I damn well can't fuck them all. That's for sure. We're, t- we're talking about the Holy Cross face. <laughs> talking about way off topic. <laughs> talking about fucking broads on the bus <laughs> trying to be serious here the next verse violent J, way shorter and smaller than usual like the very he's saving himself for his <laughs> grand finale right early on he didn't need a double time this is before he knew he'd have extra members and he had to you know fill that gap he also just like kind of talks this through right he he also confuses the bird that they're supposed to be singing about uh why? He says a haven of crows. Early on, though, he says, with the raven, oh, yeah. have I been forgaven. <laughs> forgaven. <laughs> Second word in the song that isn't the real word. <laughs> Drifting above me, hawking. <laughs> <laughs> Who's guiding it as it flies? Ooh, look at that, a little foreshadowing. I think he's just saying... I yeah, mean, that's, that's the wraith. He's, he doesn't even know. He probably wrote this song, and the wraith hasn't even arrived in his brain, in his consciousness, and he's already teasing it. Look at that. We're, we're watching the sixth <laughs> oh my form God. before us. Stop. <laughs> we're watching the magic happen in this song. I'm sick of you. 
Uh, yeah, his verse is kind of weird. Just kind of short and slow. And I like the end when he goes, when the red moon bleeds, it feeds, fulfilling its needs, and it kicks into the the prayer. The chorus. I yeah. like the that transition. So the chorus is the same as the first. Exact same. Mm-hmm. After that, then they say it again, but in a like a, a distorted mm-hmm. voice, I guess you'll say, with no beat. It sounds a lot cooler on on that part. To which I still think this sounds awful. <laughs> I, like, I, don't know, I don't know. I, I at the be- that's why I said I knew this was going to happen. I thought at the beginning they should have done it this way, but then when you hear it, it's like. Maybe it's the distortion on the voice that, like, they tried yeah. to make it sound different, but maybe just dropping the beat would have been different. Like, why do you have to... Yeah, I like the distortion. They, I... they have backwards shit through the whole thing. Again, too much backwards shit. They're just, they're just reversing the lines they said right before? Yes. That's fine. Okay. I'm, I'm fine with it there. I'm better than an electric wire. Yeah, I mean, that's bad. That should be their band. They should do the, the electric side wire. Elect- Big, big Violent J and the Electric Wire. That should have been what Zug Island was. <laughs> it sounds like the fucking uh, the band of the Muppets. The Electric <laughs> like Teeth. Teeth band. We didn't go. We didn't talk about how much backwards is in Jamie's verse too. The Raven, both of them, uh, watching. Yeah, just random words. Yeah, nothing in Jay's. I don't think. But yeah, in the bridge here, they like reverse the entire thing. So. Yeah. I like it. I don't <sighs> like it. That's fine. Uh, the next verse is a mix of everyone, so everyone gets their own, like, four bars at it. Uh, same order as the... Oh, uh, not the same order as they came in. Never mind. Scratch that. <laughs> Monoxide starts. Twisted uh, sandwiching the clowns. Nice little mix-up of sorts. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to figure out, like, the, the, yeah, they instead of alternating them, like Monoxide, Shaggy, Madrox, J, they let the tw- the Twisted Boys sandwich the ICP in this one. I'll let them spoon them. <laughs> uh, Monoxide saying, uh, let's see, what is he saying? Am I marked for death? Do they want my last breath? So. He's saying, like, literally the crows are coming to kill him? Um, no, I think they're just... The, I still take it as the crows are there, like, almost like vultures. Like, they're waiting for you to die. Like, oh, shit, I see the crows. Like, does that mean my time is up here? Yeah. Purify my... Uh, praying to the gods above to purify my soul. Change the crows to doves. Oh, yeah, doves usually, uh... Like the sign of life. Oh, yeah, life and a, love. As opposed to death. I don't know if it works, but I get I get the idea. We're trying to get there. Is Shaggy repeating? <laughs> he, just, he just redid his lyrics. Again. I thought there was somewhere. Maybe it was a different song. That just looked super familiar to me. So it may have been somewhere else. I think it was on another song. The wings spread out and cover my soul. Just seemed uh, Famil- familiar. Familiar to something else. Yeah, I don't know. It just sounded familiar, but uh, who knows? We've listened to so many of these songs, I can't <laughs> keep track of stuff. Um, Maybe you're thinking of Violent J cooking up his his wingdings. That's highly possible. Death's voice. I, I think I always hear this. I don't know why. Death's voice rings out and spreads through my mentals. I always think it sounds like my mentos. <laughs> <laughs> my mentos. <laughs> my mentos. Spreads out my mentos. But obviously it's mentals. I'm a moment to dead and the crows are on the mind. What the... <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm moments to dead. Yeah, that... Like he's almost dead and the crows are yeah. there? Is that, that's not how you would say it, though. I'm moments to dead? Yeah. That's not how you would say it, right? I wouldn't think so. But there's a lot of ways I wouldn't say things that... <laughs> people do like the lord's prayer saying my father of shangri-la <laughs> well i mean that's okay violent J coming right in with fucking reversing shit uh, again he's like what's he trying to do here it's slow and it's 
Very unlike what he usually does. Ooh, a little uh, ahead of um, oh, no. schedule, though. I he drops a Pharaoh's call. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Look at that. Maybe that's what... Maybe that's what piqued Mars's interest. He's like, we got this song about crows in the afterlife. Check this out. And he's like, oh, you're talking about pharaohs. Let me tell you about ancient Egypt and occult practices from that time. I think he's talking about Cody Rhodes' dog. <laughs> My blood hot dripping. Crows' wings I'm clipping, snipping. He's about to make some fucking wingdings again. <laughs> Jay's hungry on this album. <laughs> Is that all you can think about is food? <laughs> Jay Hungy. <laughs> There's a custom we gotta make. <sighs> Jamie Madrox coming in. Very weird. Like, I like where I think he's trying to go with this, but again, I think like we've said for a couple of weeks here, sometimes things just fall flat because like they're saying something and there's too much of a jump. He'll never be afraid in the eyes of the dead. In my trench coach pot trench coat pocket there's a severed crow's head he's fucking killed a bird yeah, i like that i like that line though he's like they're they're trying to say my time's up and i'm gonna i'll just kill the crows what can right. i do now i look I, I think this is written wrong i'll look in in its neck to see what they can see i will finally come to grips they will always be around me like I wish he kind of said more of what he saw. Again, that's kind of a callback to something from a week or two ago. They mentioned something along those lines of like trying to see. Oh, yeah, that was a shaggy. Yeah. But he doesn't say what he does say. Like, I'm looking through the. Isn't that another song? Looking through the eyes of the crow. I think that's on a wraith. Is that the end of the wraith? Through the eyes of a crow, I'm looking through the eyes of a crow, death no to know many times to take me to the other side. Whoa, that was a banger. And they're killing it. Damn. Chris! Chris! You know what? Go in there and knock on the door. Man, can't wait to get to that season. <laughs> oh my god, we're jumping away on But yeah, he just kind of mentions it, but doesn't really say if he sees anything that he wants to see or if it's like, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. Just he comes to grips that they'll always be around him. I like it though, because he's saying like he he's they're all around him, so he, you know, killed them all. He's got the head, so he's like, yeah, he doesn't, I don't, I don't think it needs it, because he's just saying I've, Slaughter them all, and then I see that they're always still there. Like no matter what I do, death follow me. It's kind of you know, the slow march of time is on its way towards me. No matter how you know how Ooh. I try to stop it, he just says he has one severed head. You're talking about he's just wiping out every bird. But that's says. that's why I took it that he uh, he try you know I'll try to remove all the crows, then then I won't die. But then he's like, oh, it's always they're always gonna be there because it's always the wraith is always creep creeping up on, yes. on us. And then we got the outro again. It's the same slow one, but it has the beat behind it this time. Mm-hmm. And this is 40 seconds long. I did write that mm-hmm. down. <laughs> I was going to say, this is a short track. Yeah, for only four of them, they each have a verse, and then they all the team time up is on the last on that. I'm sorry, we're jumping right into this. There's nothing definitive that like sticks out in this song, right? I don't know. It's a precursor to the wraith. This is like oh, you stop. This is this is like sets the table. It doesn't. I don't think there's no lines or there's no like call outs or anything. But when it comes to the dark carnival mythology, oh my god, this, this track is uh, it's right there. It's setting the stage. It's what we well, you know what's coming next. The song sucks. <laughs> I, I'm. I don't think it sucks. I think it's a lower half of the album. I'm not describing. I'm not, I'm not uh, arguing that point. I'm just arguing the. Uh, as I said, Juggalo music you have. It's just like X Files season. <sighs> you have the Monster of the Week songs, which are kind of like the Swarm is a Monster of the Week. It's just there, kind of a cool one and done. Bitch, I'm sexy, Monster <laughs> of the Week, one and done. But then you have the overlying mythology episodes that tell the story, and this is uh, telling the story. This is right there. This is you had. As we said a few weeks, it was the last week we talked about the 
Purgatory is the riddle box. Turning the crank. Mm-hmm. You know, you have all this. And this this is a chapter, a little story leading you. Ironically, right last week was about literally being dead, and now this is about death chasing you. In retrospect, maybe those songs should have been flip flopped. Maybe. <laughs> it sounded good at the time when we were talking about it. But. Little, I don't know. There's a lot of dead and undead. This is very good. This is the Evil Dead album. We, I think we've referenced Bruce Campbell a few times throughout the season. No, that's. Uh, <laughs> Evil Dead is Jay's brother. <laughs> Hall of Famer. <laughs> he has a Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm done. I'm closing my book. I can't even. Oh, well, there's one more chapter. Well, I don't, before you close the book, I don't mean overall. I don't mean forever. I just mean <laughs> for this track. There's nothing. The lyrics do nothing for me. The song does nothing for me. Like I think, as we've kind of alluded to this season, just knowing this, the the end of the CD minus the last song, just kind of always was a downer for me. So I don't know. I don't know if it's because it's slow or just because nothing popped out at me. Probably lack of blaze. <laughs> That's why finally the truth comes out. That's why. <laughs> but I don't know. I just I don't get it. I'm not. I, I think I want to make a curated playlist um, on our Spotify, a mythology timeline, and this would go on it. Put this as a track leading into a few of the off the wreath, telling the the story of the sixth cards. I don't get it at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do we have more to talk about this song, or are we jumping right into the uh, MVP voting? No, unless we want to keep debating. I'd rather not. <laughs> I don't think they do this live, right? No, there's no way. The last one we were even speculating a little bit, possibly, but no, I don't think either of these. No, they're not doing the Crows live. Good Lord. Um, <laughs> Good Lord. And like we said, we already talked about the... Could you imagine a whole crowd... Chanting the chorus. <laughs> yes, I actually could imagine that. <laughs> could you imagine though, like the the bartenders and the security? That's my favorite thing about Juggalo shows. I have a, a photo from when we went to see Blaze, and the bouncer is just looking over, like, "What the fuck? Like, who is this guy?" Like, that's my favorite is oh, man, people we, who work the venues who are confused by what's going on. We have funny stories about that from the Blaze <laughs> show that we went to. I, I would just love to see them do this live and have the crowd chant it and people <laughs> people working the venue being like. We had a cult. Like, what are they? What are the? What prayer are they chanting? Yeah, this. <laughs> they've just got to be immune to that shit, right? Yeah, I don't know. That always pops me though. To like when something, when something that's normal to us because we've been around it forever. I love to, and I can catch that it's goofy and weird. I love to look at the, the employees of a venue, watch their reaction. You started to say the normal people. <laughs> Hey, I'm bumping myself in the non-normal, so. I just like watching the security guards wearing their ponchos, knowing what's about <laughs> to happen. <sighs> so we already said you think this is a top three song of all time. and uh, No, I, I put it on the bottom half of the album, but I don't hate it the way you do. I think it's fine. I just I don't get it. It's not for me. It's, uh, a, it's kind of a story. It's got story elements for you. It doesn't at all. Yeah, it's, it's, they're all talking about deaths uh, watching and deaths you know creeping up on you there's nothing you to stop it that's all their stories are telling you anyways it's uh it's you just you're just mad there's no fucking zombie fucking in it (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's not enough occult there's not enough uh zombies i'm pretty sure uh and we dance was your number one track right i was pretty high on my (laughs) list i think you said it was number one i think i remember so that's a that's what I know. That's, that's, You're mad there's not zombie fucking. That's a telling story. There's not enough not enough warts on dicks. <laughs> Alright, stop beating around the bush. I know you don't want to do this. MVP of the Crows. This is a tough one. I think it is, yeah. Because they're all not good. They're all... They're all... Uh, they're all not good. They're all uh, solid. They all... They all get to the point. You're such a comfy, kiss-ass <laughs> fuck. Let's see. I'm, I'm looking at two here. I'll just pick mine. Pick yours, yes. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go. That's where I was going. That's where I was leading. 
that your official vote? Yeah. All right. Two for the man. Which man? You know. <laughs> well, you know because you're about to type them into our list so that I don't have to move my arms and actually do it. <laughs> and then, uh, like we've mentioned in the past, I don't know if we mentioned today, uh, go to Twitter, find us at JuggaloRWD, go to the pinned tweet, and you can vote for who you think your MVP of this song is. Is this the only one where we're going to have... Or did you do it for Black Magic? So there was yeah, Black four. Magic was all on one. So, so yeah, you don't have to go through two polls. Congratulations, everyone. <laughs> this is going to be a easy week for you. Go to Twitter, look for the pinned tweet, and you vote who you think has the least bad uh, verse of if, this. If you're a big fan of this song, make sure you call the hotline and shit talk Pete. Call him an asshole. <laughs> Tell him, this is a very important track in the lure of the six jokers car this is the preamble to the wraith appearing it's like uh it's like uh if you're watching um infinity war that movie the marvel movie and um the little portals are opening up and all the superheroes are popping out there right now the portals are just opening the ravens are just opening the portal and that wraith hand's about to come sticking out <laughs> the wraith and hand. pete's telling you it's not important so call and tell him he's an asshole for that <laughs> I'll accept that. If you want to do that, please call. <laughs> Maybe there's some big Crow fans out there. They're going to be really mad. Maybe people love this song. I just, I, I think it's just a lost song. I don't think there's any... I don't think people love or hate it. I think it's just there and it's gone. Lost well, to time. Maybe now that they're uh, digging deep into the actual lyrics and how shitty this is. <laughs> I'm sorry, we've tried for two seasons not to be totally negative about something, but I just, I don't like the song. I don't get it. I don't think it's good. That's fine. It's teach their own. Yeah, I'm not knocking someone who, I'm being too negative. I apologize. <laughs> it's just not for me. So, that's all I'm saying. I'm just tired. <laughs> it's been a long night. It has. Anything else about the Crows before we wrap this up and start getting into what could be the most, well... Next week's its own animal. We won't, yeah. even, won't even discuss that. But Maybe we need a two-parter next week. It, Who knows? It's highly popular. Talk about a need of guests. <laughs> we don't want to like water it down, but there's going to be a lot to say about that, yeah. I think. So we got to take our time next week. But for this week, I think we're ready to wrap a bow on it, unless there's something else that you want to discuss. No, just a shout-out to the Autobahn Society. Check out their podcast. If you want to learn about birds, they got... They fucking show you the difference between a raven and a crow and how they walk. I think that's the the big thing today is, is, the, is the, finding that podcast. That two-step hop that the <laughs> raven has. And comparing the, the squawks. That was unnecessary. But Maybe Psychopathic should have did that before they recorded this album because they call them raven and crow. back. That's the biggest. If I'm going to take fucking umbrage with this <laughs> song, it's the fact that they call it raven and crow after we just learned that they're different animals. Yes. How is it going to be a big in your mythology and you can't figure out which bird you're talking about? Birds are birds. I don't yeah, care. fuck this song. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you finally came along to my way. One thing you're not just going to say fuck him to is the Juggalo Rewind. You're going to find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Juggalo RWD. You listen to us on Spotify and Apple. Sometimes you listen to us on YouTube. And you always rate, review, and share. That's right. It's what we need. It's what everyone needs. You also need to call us, 810-666-1570. Leave us a voicemail about your, I don't know, what you want. If a crow was following you today, or if it, you <laughs> caught it in a rat trap like Chris did. <laughs> that was actually it, a robin I caught. <laughs> or if you did a say, what's the difference between a robin? Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> If you did your seance, if you just have anything you want to talk about, gathering, history. Yeah, um, that's something. If you were at the 2001 gathering, tell us your stories, because we have some fun ones. So I'd like to hear everyone else's, because those early gatherings were a good time. Pre-campground stuff, you know? Yes. The tear gas, the fucking... Uh, I totally forgot the stage being bum-rushed during ICP in that first one, so... That first one, but the, uh, the, the second one. Yeah, Toledo one, so... Yeah, any gathering stories because that's been a theme throughout this album is for this season is the fun times had at 01 and 02 gatherings for sure 
And if you can't cram that into three minutes, you can always email us. That's Juggalo Rewind, Juggalo RWD at gmail.com. The website's Juggalo Rewind. Chicka chicka, two weeks away, dot com. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Uh, unless there's something else that you want to discuss. No, we're good to go. We're good to go. Next week, big, big week. Big biggest, week. Biggest one ever up to this point. It's possible i don't know if it's going to get any bigger we don't want to well i don't know i wouldn't say spoil because you know it's coming (laughs) up but uh i think it's going to be an interesting week next week so if you're ahead of it and you know what's coming call us email us leave us a voicemail maybe we'll play something uh ahead of schedule yeah so let us know what you think about next week's episode before it happens and we'll see uh we'll see what we can do so That's it? That's it. All right. We'll see you next week for Juggalo Family. Big track? Big track. And until then, this is Peter and Chris saying good night and good luck. A little Kenny Omega. (laughs) Little boy Kelly. He used to say that all the time, too. All music played in this episode and in this entire season is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use.